Father God, please restore your children that have mental illness with a sound mind and sound heart. Please help restore healthy neuroplasticity to their brains. Father God, we ask for a creative miracle for anyone that may be reading this prayer, for anyone that is hearing this prayer. Father God, please remove the spirit of fear and anxiety. Excerpt from the Sober is Dope book by Pop Buchanan. Can do the impossible as long as I will Able to leave the seeds to my seeds in my will I can let life live or leave through my will I can 180, 180, 360 to will I can do the impossible as long as I will Able to leave the seeds to my seeds in my will I can let life live or leave through my will I can 180, 180, 360 to will I will to be remarkable, sparkable, Peter Parkable Logical, spontaneous, alien body Hello friends and family, welcome back to the Sober's Dope Podcast, I'm your host Pop Buchanan. This is a wind down episode for a very productive week for myself and many of us in the Sober's Dope community. I would like to thank everyone out there that are thriving, I I just want to say I'm very humbled Uh, By the outpouring of testimonies that I have received over the last month I want to thank everyone in the Sober is Dope community And all the new followers who brought us to 40,000 followers on Instagram Which is very exciting We have, um, that's 36,000 new followers in 30 days So recovery is alive and booming And I'm really excited to be part of a flourishing community Um, I I always joke that it has its hardships Running a a vibrant social media page And posting um, a lot of different perspectives of recovery For the simple fact that not every post is gonna uh, Everyone is gonna agree with every post Especially when you're posting celebrities uh, you're going to have situations where you post people that may not be 100% politically correct Or they may be doing things in their personal life that uh, turns people off But look, this is the the, the viewpoint of social uh, soap is dope And I know I've been talking about this in a few episodes But I just want everyone to know where I come from as a person in recovery and a platform I have an open door policy for anyone that's dealing with addiction And, you know, I personally feel like no matter what mistakes you made, no matter what you may be doing, um, I just I I like to say, let's give everyone a fair shot and a second chance if they're in recovery. And I like to qualify that if they are making amends and if they're contrite and if they genuinely really want to get past their past mistakes if they're turning a new leaf i notice that sometimes we judge people that's in the public for things that they did prior to their recovery and that's just like somebody blaming us for the crazy things that we did prior to our recovery and you know sometimes i feel like it's a double standard and um this is no shot to anyone everyone has their personal opinion but i did a lot of soul searching over the years right uh like for me to get to this point of, of over a decade in sobriety, I had to really take a chill pill because I was one of those people in the beginning that, you know, would be on some high and mighty stuff when it comes to looking at other people that was dealing with addiction. I remember one time 
And I always think about this gentleman. He's uh, I, and I hope he's alive. He was uh, not in good shape years ago when early, early, like eight years ago, seven years ago, early recovery in my neighborhood. This guy was an avid um, Alcoholics Anonymous member, and he was so proud because he remembered me being straight buck wild when I was drinking. Then he remembered seeing me when I was sober and was saying, "Hey, kid, what's going on with you? You look different." And I told him my whole story. But one day he saw me really upset. And he was like, why are you upset? And I was like, someone that I really love is just keep drinking and they keep getting and I, I got to keep bailing them out and doing all of this stuff. And I thought he was going to kind of like agree with me and kind of like co-sign my side of the story. And he was like, listen, don't get too big for your recovery. Don't let your recovery make you get too big, bro. He said, you're getting big headed. He said, I remember you bouncing around this neighborhood. Didn't even know where you was at. Didn't even know what time it was. Didn't even know what direction i remember days you didn't even know where you live you couldn't get home i remember days you'd be sleeping on the outside the house on the floor he said i seen you in every state and for you to get here in a year or two and now you're talking about you're frustrated for someone else that may be going through it and i was like yeah but you know he was like i don't know that's not how recovery works and he was hard on me and from that day i was like you know what i really have to look at it from every perspective and so back to my original point congratulations for the sober dope community we hit forty thousand followers on instagram which is a big milestone for us for me specifically i'll be honest with you i remember about a month and a half ago when i was looking at my sober dope instagram and i'm like it was like the it was like if you had a kid that you knew had a lot of potential but that kind of was a knucklehead and you was like what I got to do to get you going? How I'm going to bring you to like, how, how can I activate your potential? And I always looked at it. I was like, what is it? What, what would it take to get this page moving? And, um, the, and how to, and how I got the page to be somewhat successful was I got out my own way. I realized like you can't be posting about pop all day or what you're doing because it's not pop. Sober is dope and sober is dope. You have to kind of show people why sober is dope you have to kind of qualify and justify like look sober is dope and this is why right and that's why i started saying well let me get as many testimonies from people that i know are recognizable figures so people can make the connection between a name the message then me and then my journey and then the whole thing and go oh i get it now you know this makes sense and i think when i took myself out the equation and that's me just checking the little personal ego that i have i was like pop maybe it's too much pop and less sober is dope and i remember telling one of my friends this a few years ago um not years ago what am i talking about a few like a few months ago i was saying i was like you know what i gotta just kind of make sober is dope less about me and more about just what recovery is and the fact that sobriety is really cool right and sobriety is really dope and um so that's what it is and i'm really excited so look we're at 40 pray for us that we get to 80 then pray for us to get to a hundred thousand and to our goal I'm just putting it out there. Our goal for Soap is Dope is to have a million people across every platform, between all platforms, following and understanding the concept that sobriety is dope. This has been the mission from the beginning for anyone that's new. When I started Sober is Dope, people was like, well, what's your goal with it? I said, I want a, I want a million people to hear the message of recovery in that. I want a million people to know that sober is truly dope and sobriety is truly fun because it was this kind of like hanging stigma that always kind of like surfaces in recovery when you're talking to someone who's in addiction they go oh but how am i gonna have fun how am i gonna socialize how do young guys say how are we gonna turn up you know um you know people equate alcohol and drugs with uh this to connect sexually how how they communicate with the person they love some i know many people's like i have to drink or do drugs to be intimate right because it's a little bit they they there's that learned behavior a lot of other people's like i can't go out and party or function in at a party without drinking and then it's a lot of our social programming and our our real our pastimes 
like, you know, baseball, going to the game, you think of peanuts and beer, you know, football, you go to the thing, you think about hoagies and, and, and burgers and beer. So it's like, you know, you go to the, now they even have movie theaters, like legacy cinemas and stuff where you could go and order drinks at the, at, at the theater, which again, sober dope has nothing against people who can drink and people who do drink. Drinking is not a terrible pastime. That's the, I have to always make that distinction. We're not anti-alcohol and anti-people having a good time. We're anti-people that's allergic to alcohol and drugs, try, alcohol, trying to have a good time and then becoming disruptive maniacs in their life where they destroy their lives, themselves, and the people around them, right? If alcohol is not for you, you have to be courageous enough to bow out gracefully and go into recovery. And when you do that, you have a better life, right? So this episode is a big thank you to everyone that's listening. Um, we would love the podcast to get more listeners. So this is what I need every single one of you to do that's listening. And listen, you know, some of you may not be able to be able to get a book. Some of you may not be able to always be able to support. But the number one way you can support Soap is Dope Pop You Can and everything that we stand for is please leave a review for us on Apple. It takes a couple of minutes just to go to Apple.com, search for Soap is Dope on your phone and leave a review. Right. It takes a couple of minutes to go to Spotify and leave a review, right? I know some people like to leave reviews at SoberIsDope.com, but that's cool because it goes on the website. But I would like you to actually go to Apple, Apple Podcasts, and leave reviews there because Apple, for some reason, it, um, it's the hub for podcasts. So if Apple is getting reviews, everybody's pulling the RS, RSS feed from Apple, and they're distributing those reviews across social media. Media. So what happens, it tells Apple, well, people really like this podcast, so let's share it with more people. And that's not for us to compete or rank against other sobriety podcasts. It's just for us to be discovered in general. So when some kid out there is having a bad night and they're drinking and they're too drunk and they're like, man, you know, I, I want to I find something that I can identify with. And one of you guys leave a comment. They go, oh, this kid is searched on google for sobriety so we're gonna show him this comment and sober is dope and then that's how it ranks and that's how we get more listeners in that's the first thing the second thing is if you did purchase a copy of the sober is dope book i'm asking everyone who purchased a copy if possible can you leave a review for us on Amazon or wherever you purchased it from, right? We had the, you get the book on Amazon, you get the book um, anywhere in the world, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, you go to your local library and order it. I hope I said that right. Standing joke, New Yorker. I have a problem saying library correctly. I say library like berries and my girl always laughs at me and chuckles just like I say earth with an F, earth. So, you know, a lot of my friends say, what would sobers don't be without your little broken New York accent, right? So that's my thing. Anyway, library, library, library. You could go to your local library and say, hey, you know, I want to order the Sobers Dope book there. Um, you could get it from SobersDope.com. You get it from SobersDope.net. Or you could go into our Sober at SobersDope on Gmail and click the link there. Is no is you can find the Sober's Dope book anywhere on the planet. All right, so leave a review on Amazon if you can. Um, positive reviews only. Don't do that to your boy. If you don't like something in the book, please just inbox me. All right, I'll definitely refund you and tell you I love you, and, or let you keep it and refund you any whatever. But um, please, just you know, what we're asking for is support. Right now, this is phase one for us. We've been doing this for five every day for five years. And I feel like we're at phase one. Phase one is when you build up a little bit of momentum and you start to kind of form a tribe, right? A community. And the Sober's Dope community is far and wide. I mean, I, I know it's ever since the beginning to every one of my day ones, Tiffany Owens, um, um, Tara, Billy Brown, Elise Bryson, one of my first, first um, listeners ever, Odari Reed, Evan Armbrister, um, 
you know shoddy shoddy shout out to you bro thank you you one of my day ones there's a lot of people who support shout out to my um my mother-in-law marie ruff she's <laughs> she's a ride or die shout out to my little sister stephanie ruff shout out to the whole squad um i love you guys and um there's i i wake up some days and i'm like well I literally can't believe that there's still people that get up every day and they're motivated enough to listen. You know, I know sometimes I go a month without recording, but you guys know I'm also adding value in other places. And I like to give people who's new time to catch up, but I'm definitely now intentionally trying to give you guys at least two or three podcasts a week because I love you and I definitely know we people need the message. So a few things I want to talk about today now that we took care of housekeeping, please, I would like to see the reviews come in on the podcast. I would like to see the reviews on the book. Um, please show love, support. You can always donate to Sober's Dope. Um, you go to Sober'sDope.com if you want to find a way to donate um any proceeds that go back into the podcast into some of the fundraisers we have multiple fundraisers on instagram so go over there and check it out you can also send gifts to our instagram page if you like a post you could buy a badge and that gives you a certain ranking i don't know how it works but it's exciting that instagram is incorporating it for people who are content creators to actually support their platforms why so they can keep making good content the other part of soap is dope is we're going to try to launch a nonprofit this year that allows us to get funding so we can actually go to these celebrities and interview them ourselves that's the bigger picture like i would like to be able to go to jay-z and say hey jay-z you know we want you know we want you to sponsor soap is dope through the nonprofit by donating 15 minutes to talk to to send a message to our community so we could start getting People more involved and aware. I think that a lot of us, a part of my art, my initiative from the beginning was also breaking the stigma, like getting people outside of their discomfort zones to into a comfort zone of actually speaking about recovery or sharing wisdom um on a higher level on what that looks like and i want to i think that's a cool way to use non-for-profit dollars like i want to go to the president and say hey this is what we do our non-profit is designed to get you to come speak to us about recovery because we want more people hearing about it and we want to get more eyes on it it's still a work in progress but you know how I work I'll get it done um, So Today I want to just Say to anyone out there That's new in recovery Or you're in a You're just like a day or two Into your recovery Right I have a couple of people That hit me up and say Well you know I, I'm 10 days in I'm cold turkey I'm 8 hours in I'm 5 hours in I want to give you guys A quick crash course Of tips that you can utilize if you are in early recovery in a few days, weeks, and months, hours. If you did dry January and now you're going into we're in March and you're struggling a bit, I want to bring it all together for you. First thing first, there's not that much like recovery is like gravity and laws it's like there's certain things that you need to be always doing and that never changes right there's no real i, I don't want to exploit people like there's some groundbreaking new technology that you need to know about if you're an early recovery to be successful no it's it's, it's, it's these fundamentals that I think is very important. Number one, you have to be honest and take full accountability and you have to put together a plan. If you're in early recovery, six hours, six days, six months, one hour, one day, one month, doesn't matter. It's all considered right early recovery. I want you to have a plan. I want you to find accountability partners. That's off the top. Someone that you respect, a cheerleader in your life, someone that always wants you to be sober, always wanted you, always urge you, say, hey, I'm trying to do this thing. Can you help me? If I can, I call you if I need help. You always have an accountability partner and pop. You can, and you know, you hit me up on Instagram. I'm, go, I'm going to respond to you. So yes, 
find an accountability partner also be honest with yourself if you know that your environment is not a healthy environment to thrive in an early recovery check yourself into a detox or a little 30-day rehab a little two-week rehab whatever get out the house or go somewhere that's a safe place go visit a family member that doesn't drink somebody that has their stuff together get out your environment sometimes getting out your environment is key the next thing i would like to say is um find a local place where you can form a community whether that's alcoholics anonymous smart recovery sober is dope sober is dope works like yo you will talk to me you'll be in the community you'll stay on the podcast you'll read the book and we'll work together and we'll stay in this motivated vibration and you know i'll cheer you along and that's how we work right and then i'll i'll urge you to do other things like going to aa and doing things like that right this is important because you want to formulate a community. You want to have your accountability partner. You want to have an environment. The next thing I want to say that's extremely key and people always miss this is not business as usual. You can't stop drinking or doing drugs in the first week or month and say, oh, I'm just going to go to work casually. I'm not going to tell anybody at my job. I'm going to keep it all to myself and suffer. No, you have to buy yourself. I always tell yourself, buy yourself some time. You know, tell you, take that vacation early. Go to your employer and say, I need, I'm, I'm dealing with some mental health issues. Can I take a week off? Or have your doctor, go to your doctor and say, hey, doc, you know, I'm going through an addiction withdrawal rules. Is there anything you could prescribe to me? And can you work with me? And can you write me a doctor's note so I could get a couple of days off or a week off on my job? During that couple of days a week, I want you to do a few things. I want you just to focus on eating, hydrating, and resting not trying to think too much not trying to do too much get yourself a good book get yourself a warm quilt get yourself some tv get yourself a big thing of water have have your fridge stacked cook sit back chill you want to give your body time to rest a lot of it is calming down a nervous system enough for you to start the healing process right so this is what i want you to focus on early recovery and going cold turkey is doable but you have to implement a few of these tips so that's my wrap up for that also uh, since i mentioned a doctor yeah go to your doctor tell them the truth sometimes they could prescribe you uh, medication that could help with the shakes because sometimes you don't want to get off a um, hard liquor or a trigger warning or beer or drugs or something without having something to help you with the withdrawals the delirium tremens and stuff like that right those tremens and tremors they're no joke i used to have delirium tremens and they used to always make me just feel like everything was shaking and i was always sweating i remember one time this is another mystical pop story i don't know if this was something that was actually real or if it was part of a trimming but what was happening um and just for anyone that doesn't know when you have delirium or tremens or tremors i think i think it's delirium tremings right it's been so long isn't that so cool i used to know that word like back of my hand it's 10 years until 12 years since i had one 11 11 years since i had one so now it's kind of like fleeting but i think that's the terminology if i'm not mistaken i'm probably it's just delirium tremings or tremors but what happens is when you go through alcohol withdrawal sometimes the brain you could have hallucinations sweats um you could see things you could have you could be dizzy you could disorientation your dreams could be totally upside down it's a whole state of mind that you could go through when you're going through withdrawal and one time i literally had some type of angelic angel type girl come to me with pink hair she sat next to me in my room she was like i'm from another dimension we was looking around she was asking me what's what we kind of teleported to the street she kind of i was able to move through the walls she was i was like these are called cars these are buildings this is how we live she came back she was with me all night that she said she had to go and she kind of like like 
beamed up or some shit. <laughs> Excuse my language. I swear to God, I used to hit the bottle hard. But anyway, in my mind, it was really mystical experience. And then I had went to sleep. And when I woke up, I was like, oh, snap. I met an angel girl with pink hair. And that's one of my delirium tremens. Or it could have been a real story. I could have actually met her. You never know. That's kind of one of my pop you can in fourth dimensional brain trips. But anyway delirium tremens could be real and you need to get medication and stuff to help you with the withdrawal symptoms so that's how we're wrapping up that's my kind of crash course for anyone in early recovery anyone thinking about going into recovery or just going cold turkey that may be scared those are some tips there the next thing i want to talk about is for my people out there that's dealing with depression depression anxiety mental health issues ptsd this is another subject that's really dear to me and i think sometimes you guys reach out to me and it's part for recovery and it's part mental health related and that's kind of one of the things i wanted to talk about one of the reasons why the the post that i did with jessica simpson was so controversial was that post was from about two years about a year into her recovery or about a year or two into her recovery um it could have been more early in her recovery i know the video was dated about two years ago two or three years ago right she's five years sober so i'm assuming it was about a year and a half to two years into her recovery but sometimes when you're hitting so jessica simpson was on alcohol and she was doing pills and she was hitting it both ways hitting different parts of the brain and stuff and i want to tell people listen there's a mental health aspect to a lot of what we do and people was clowning and calling her drunk and if you go on instagram and you look at the post the first jessica simpson post where she's talking to clearly um kelly clarkson and she has on a green dress if you read the comments it's heartbreaking people are just horrible because their first instinct was she's not drunk i mean she is drunk and she shouldn't be saying she's sober or she's taking pills or popping pills and this brings me to understanding how mental health works alongside of your addiction. All right. So in Jessica Simpson is the case study I want to talk about today. Just for anyone that's in recovery, early recovery, sober curious, this is kind of how it works. Jessica Simpson is a victim of... And this is all fair use for the full disclaimer. Like this is all public information. I, I just, I really like the girl. I really like, I, I really just, I really want to see people win. You know, we've lost Amy Winehouse. We've lost Whitney Houston. We lost Whitney Houston's daughter, Bobby Christie. We lost so michael jackson and prince we lost a lot of people um depression is real man we lost um twitch from depression so like when people are insensitive and they lack compassion and empathy and apathy it breaks my heart man and i'm really emotional now because i'm just tired of it like i just want to be in a part i want to be part of a planet where humans heart centers open enough to just really Put yourself in someone else's shoes. Kind of look at the situation and think about how, what that person could be going through before you're so quick to judge them so harshly, right? Because what goes around comes around. So you you can't pretend you're a nice person, dump on someone who's hurting, and expect God and the universe and everyone around you to treat you like you're some type of special person, a saint, when you can't even extend a monicum of love and compassion to another human being. So, in Jessica Simpson's situation, just so everyone knows, she's a survivor, trigger warning, of child sex abuse. That's triggering for her. She had to deal with that for many years before she came out and told people. So, she was taking pills and drinking and stuff for anxiety. She was dealing with a lot of pressure from her family for music and stuff. She just found out she's dyslexic, so she has like kind of like these developmental issues. Um 
she was dealing with a lot man she has a um anxiety disorders um that she had to take medication for so if you're drinking and you're self-medicating and you're going through this type of trauma and you're dealing with this depression and you're in a public eye so now you're isolated so we know isolation and like when you put a prisoner in solitary solitary confinement what tends to happen is it leads to really bizarre mental health issues humans are not designed to lack connection or be in isolation so when you're famous you're isolated you can't just go out your house and do what normal people do and money does not always protect you from the damaging mental health effects of isolation so you go you put all of that together as some one cocktail that our friend jessica simpson is really going through a lot so when you see her a year and a half into her recovery and she builds up the strength and courage to go on national television for the first time and talk about it and her speech is off and her motor functions is off and she looks like something that you don't necessarily recognize it shouldn't be your first instinct to say she's drunk or she's doing pills. It should be your first instinct to say, man, she's in recovery. And she's recovering from PTSD. She's recovering from trauma. She's recovering from this devastating thing that happened to her as a child she's recovering from being a star and going through all of this stuff with her family and courts and all of this stuff and 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 you know she gained a lot of weight and she had to lose the weight you know she was depressed she she was isolated we have to do better now to bring it back to mental health why am i talking about all of this we call it comorbid addiction sometime when you're drinking alcohol or doing drugs you're self-medicating but you're also dealing with an underlining mental health component and that's called a dual diagnosis right or a co-occurring disorder so you could have anxiety alongside of your alcoholism in my case i had the major depression alongside of my alcoholism right so i to have a healthy treatment plan and this is another thing for people in early recovery to keep in mind to have a healthy a healthy treatment plan i would need i had to go through the all of the steps to maintain my sobriety i had to go to counseling i had to go to rehab i had to do all of these things simultaneously while i was doing that i had to go to see a therapist and a psychiatrist and they gave me medication that was independent to what was happening with my alcohol treatment my alcohol drug counselor was aware of this because it's in my case file and she 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 recommended that i go to therapy because she knew i had a lot of issues right but i was dealing with two things so i had to go i had to take wellbutrin which was to help my serotonin levels and that was a mental now imagine this you met me 10 years ago and i'm walking in the middle of brooklyn going from my rehab and back to my three-quarter house which was like the kind of shelter place i stayed at that was part of the drug treatment program because i was in an outpatient dormitory style program you will run into me and i probably wouldn't sound how i sound now i probably speak it really fast i'll be all over the place i'll probably be pacing back and forth I, I will be a different person and someone will probably say that guy's not sober he looks crazy and drunk but i was sober i just was i'm coming down off of years of abuse man a year or two in doesn't always look pretty for everyone someone could look totally normal two days in in recovery three months in someone else might still be on medication for their mental health and like my thing is once we know that jessica simpson is dealing with anxiety and all this depression and stuff even though she's sober she still was probably taking medication for her anxiety and all of these things so we can't be so quick to judge and what's the moral of the story so we can wrap this up with a nice little bow the moral of the story is if you are in recovery please i ask you all 
go see a therapist and go see a psychiatrist to deal with or maybe a grief counselor even add add another component to it to deal with all of the stuff you was running from when you was in your addiction all right we run and we numb remember numbing is not healing say it with me numbing is not healing numbing is not healing you heard it here first or so it's dope and it's that's my thing numbing is not healing so we're running 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 in our addiction and we're self-medicating we're not addressing childhood trauma we're not addressing teenage trauma we're not addressing deaths in the family we're not addressing breakups and how that made us feel death how that made us feel friendships that was broken like Nas said love changes life changes and best friends become strangers sometimes that type of trauma falling out of sorts with a person that you love your addiction could really change relationships with people that you love you could kind of feel like an outcast and don't you may not fit in society the same way like that you did prior to your addiction or while you were in addiction you might get sober and come back to your environment and say everyone is different i have to start over i don't know how to be uh, how do i live that takes time so Going to see a therapist, going to see a psychiatrist, going to a grief counselor is kind of up there with, and it's in the top pop you can in top 100 tips for healing and transformation, um, heal, recovery and healing, healing and recovery. I'm sorry, it's all the same thing for me. Healing, transformation, recovery. It's in there in the book. I talk about this in the book. This is some tips I give you in the book to kind of like put things in perspective. You know, we have a hundred tips in a book that just scratch. They it only scratch is the surface of the, the, the things that we need to be doing it's so many different things you need to be doing from you uh, monitoring your mental health your spiritual health your psychological health your physical health your diet your sleep um, 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 your environment how you speak to yourself how you think to, about things how you deal with tra- um, confrontation how you deal with trauma how you deal with conflict how you deal with stress how you deal with your past how you deal with your demons all of these things are you need strategies for each and every one of them so that brings us to my favorite part of the sober's dope podcast and then we're gonna wrap this up where we randomly i so this is a two-part thing we're gonna open the book to any random page and read whatever's there because i have a promise that you can open this book to any page and it's something valuable and then we're gonna pick one pop one tip from pop 100 tips for recovery and healing and then we're going to wrap up we're gonna probably do an affirmation after that all right so i'm doing the famous book shake you hear the book shake we're gonna move into any random page all right so we're on page 91 and this is affirmations i think about gratitude and abundance and money right because you know how i feel like i want us to be rich in our recovery so we have a little chapter in the book about getting our finances and our mindset our abundant mindset back on track because in our recovery we had a real rock bottom shitty woe is me excuse my language mindset right in our recovery i want you to all every one of you to become extremely successful at anything that you're doing i want you to take your recovery and take it to the bank like a superpower and go all the way to the moon and back i want you guys to go out there and act and get on an award-winning show just out of nowhere you're you may be yo pop i work at mcdonald's or i'm a bank teller i've been doing this for years i want you tomorrow to go try to act get on an award-winning show get an emmy then go on to do movies get a grammy or whatever they call it whatever it is and say i did it my recovery made me do it i want you to go out there dust off whatever your talent is and make it happen so page 91 um i am grateful for the ability the universe provides me to create abundance i am grateful for the ability the universe provides me to create abundance so let's let's unpack that a bit that's powerful right that's page 91 so imagine you waking up in the morning you go to a random page you're going to pick one of these affirmations this is telling you you're grateful for the ability the universe provides 
So now you're making a connection to the universe off the top. I'm grateful because I had this connection with the whole entire universe. And from there, the whole entire multiverse and heavens, right? When you say universe, you're talking about multiverses, space, time, continents, and heaven, right? You're grateful for the ability of this beautiful giant thing that we're a part of this majestic beautiful creative process that we are a part of that provides you the ability to create abundance boom not just abundance and money abundance i'm talking about abundant mindset abundance in spirit abundance in love abundance in energy abundance in health that be grateful for the universe to help you to provide to create to provide the uh, abundance for you the universe and you go in tandem you are part of the living universe you are part of space and time so a little sociology crash course social construction of reality i learned this in 1997 as a freshman in college um dr uh, a father wearing who was a sociologist um that passed away back when i was in college it was a very very important guy in the sociology um field told me taught me about spirituality and the social construction of reality and what he said i never forgot he said this is not truly a school it's a building it's bricks that we built that we're sitting in what makes it a school is that we all come here and participate in the behavior that is conducive to learning and education but outside of that, it's just a building. We socially constructed this reality. It's not a real reality. You're not really in school right now. You're in a building with another human being teaching you something. What you really are right now, you're in the middle of the universe moving at the speed of light in the heavens. And you're a human being that's part of this whole universal matrix and construct. And I was like, boom, wowzers. I, it blew my mind. Because now every time I get stuck in a construct of reality, I'm, I'm, I'm at the grocery store and I'm frustrated because the line is long. I'm at the bank or I'm in a doctor's office or I'm at work and things are not working and I'm frustrated. Just remember you're part of this micro construct that we just made up. What's true is you are a living soul occupying a physical body as an eternal being expressing itself as an expression of the creator in the middle of space time moving at the speed of light in gravity existing and personifying grace. That's crazy. So if you always remember what's really true. Then you will always stay closer, closely connected to that universe and the abundance that it provides to you. All right. Now, moving on and we're wrapping up this episode. Let's keep going. We're going to go to one of Pop Top 100 tips for healing and recovery. And then we're going to pick a random one and I'm going to talk about it briefly. And then we're going to go and we're going to go and we're going to recap what we learned today. And I really feel like this episode is a really good episode. All right. So Pop's 100 tips. I tip number 22 is mad funny it says keep this book with you so it's kind of like a book plug but i mean yeah keep the book with you i think this book is not meant to be this book is i want this book to be beat up and all marked up and it's in your bag and it's in your drawer and you get an extra copy for work and then that's what i want this book for because i'm telling you this is not a normal book this book is designed for you to always be like okay i got a reset point i got a reset any moment in my day just snap right back to focus Snap back in the focus. Oh, the go grab those. No, why Eminem said it? Snap back in reality. Oh, the goes gravity. Oh, the go babbity. Nope, it go babbity. Nope. All right, so here we go. Don't stress the haters. All right, pop top 100. Like, let me get this title right because I'm a mess, man. Pop, 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 you can is top 100 tools for healing and recovery. I had it right. You go, you go, pop. Tool 51. Don't stress haters. I ain't even want to say the haters. I said haters. Don't stress the haters, man. 
I'm gonna tell you something. Listen, this is important. All right, this is not. This is probably one of the top. This is heavy, man. Cause you could be doing everything right in your recovery. You could be doing everything right in your life. And someone would come with some negative bull crap and just try to damper and darken your parade, man. Don't stress the haters. I didn't say ignore the haters. I didn't say any I said don't stress. Now, why did I say stress? Stress is persistent. It's a persistent thing. Stressing, right, means that somebody could come into your environment, hate on you, get you upset, and get you, like, pissed all day, then all week. You got to snap back. I'm not going to let this person say this with me. I'm not going to let any hater or a negative person Take me out of my alignment. I'm not going to let any hater or negative person move me out my environment. Now, I'm not going to be one of those people that's not going to talk to you straight. This is reality. Someone comes into your life and pisses you off. You're going to be pissed for a bit. I'm not nice enough with this process to say, oh, the guy just came in and said something that pissed me off. And I'm going to go la, 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 la. Uh, so happy today. It doesn't work like that. I'ma be pissed. I'ma curse at the mirror. I'ma be kicking stuff. I'm gonna punch that guy in his face. I wanna fight. Arr! But the trick is, is get over it. Alright, you got it out your system? Don't stress it. Don't let it persist. Get it. I'm gonna give you a perfect example today. So I post a alright, this is probably controversial, and a lot of you are going to probably say, Pop, why did you post a video with Chrissy Teigen? Everybody has issues with Chrissy Teigen. Now I must be under a rock because I just always knew that that was John Legend's wife, and I I like what she said in the video, so I posted it. And I don't like to talk about con con conspiracy theories and stupidness on the Sober's Dope podcast, but here we go. This is how I dealt with this today. This is how my morning started. Mind you, I had to break day yesterday because my girlfriend's been going through a lot, and I just we had a long night, and I just was trying to be there for her, and it just was a tough morning for me. So I get up, and the first thing I see is, yo, why did you, somebody was asking me, why did I leave the comment off on the Chrissy Teigen post? Now, mind you, I broke day. I did this post. I wanted to get it out for everybody in the morning i must have pressed a button or did something i ain't even know the comment was off right i said oh that was a mistake i put the comment on he was like yeah because you should know better i i like try to check me and one thing you need to know about pop you can't i don't care how nice i am with sober's dope i don't care how many prayers is in my book don't play with me please i'm not gonna play with you i'm gonna treat everyone with respect but the moment another adult fix themselves to talk to me like I'm a three-year-old, we're going to have a problem. I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm still a Brooklyn kid from New York. And I'm just, I demand respect at 43. I, I lived a long life of letting people kind of like say what they want and do what they want. And part of my recovery, and I want all of you, this is for everyone in the sober though, pal. I don't care if you 70, I don't care if you 13, I mean 18. Part of your recovery has to be I demand respect from everyone and everything in my life in my recovery. Because if you don't demand the respect that you're going to feel like somebody chumped you, I'm not talking about always trying to get one up on somebody, have the last word, bully people. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about good old fashioned, common human decency and courtesy. If someone speaks to you and come at you in a way that makes you feel like disrespected, you have the right to check them at, at all costs. You know, I, I don't mean at all costs. I'm not saying violence or nothing. We don't, I don't condone violence. Let's just establish that on sobers, though. We ain't trying to do that. I'm too old for all that. I got too many stab wounds and cuts and scrapes to be dealing with any violence, all right? I'm in, uh, I'm in the next quarter of life. I'm trying to chill on the beach and mind my business, but you have to check people. So I did my research on Miss Chrissy Teigen and realized that she bullied some nine year old girl, which was horrible, and told her go kill herself and did all of this crazy shit. And 
and um on Twitter. And Twitter banned her. She was canceled. She was dragged through social media. She's been an outcast ever since. She did this before she found her recovery, but she apologized. Now, I knew nothing really about this. I was living under a rock. So this is not about politics. Sober is dope is not about politics. I'm just talking to let me explain where I'm coming from. I literally did not know this stuff. But once I found it out, I did my due diligence. So I said, well, I'm not going to delete the post because one, she's a mother. Two, she's John Legend's wife. And, you know, a lot of people is out there trying to support. People deserve a second chance. Three, she's talking about recovery. This is not a political page. Sober is Dope is not about current events and politics. It's about sobriety. I'm posting people speaking about their recovery. And she made some mistakes. So she must. she's trying to make amends, right? She's asking for forgiveness. She's giving up alcohol. She's talking about trying to be a better, better mother, not embarrassing herself and her husband, and trying to do something positive. This is exactly what we should be posting. Because this is somebody who did something extremely horrible and now they're trying to make amends right now we can't ask for amends and forgiveness and ask god and our family and friends to forgive us turn around and get sober and then judge someone else if that's you i don't we don't need to be part of what i'm doing it's okay to unfollow me it's okay to stop talking to me fine because i'm not here defending chrissy teigen i'm defending our recovery and the programs and the structures that keep us going if it's not good if we if we have a, a double standard for someone we don't like then our systems are not bulletproof and it will fail we cannot say in the with the 12 steps and all of this stuff that you know all of this beautiful things and then turn around and judge someone so i am not deleting the post and i told him he better check himself before he wreck himself and then i blocked him you know, oh no, no, did I block that guy? No, because I've been blocking people left to right because there's a troll. There's a lot of troll. I usually block you if you're not following us and you don't have no recovery stuff and you're just coming on the page talking about balls and this and that and you're being disrespectful and vulgar. I'm bl I'll block you, okay? Because I want the community to stay good. But that's why I I had to demand respect and that's why I talk about forgiveness and everything. And to bring me to close this point out. Um, don't stress the haters When I woke up this morning That guy got me so upset because of how he spoke to me He implied that I tried to do something sneaky With my comments, which I didn't It was mad innocent, I didn't even know what he was talking about I'm waking up like, what? What is he talking about? And I'm like, oh I post, oh, I got like three Instagram pages I'm on Pop You Can and Pay I'm trying to like keep juggle Sometimes I make a mistake, right? And I also told him, yo, it's my prerogative If I wanted to kick the comments off Because I'm still salty on how y'all treated Jessica Simpson there's like 1,500, there's like 500 negative comments about this poor lady in recovery. I'm like, what's going on here? Right? But I realize people that's not in recovery want to be, want to use us as punching bags. And I'm going to, I'm going to always defend the addict. So if you're out there and you're in addiction, you could come to me. Even if you did something horrible, my only requirement is that you have to make amends and be, and be contrite. And you have to be willing to change. You can't come talking about you justifying the bad stuff you did and you trying to explain it. I'm like, stop explaining, bro. Just shut up and take accountability. We're not playing games here but what i'm not gonna do is just judge anyone in recovery that's i i can't serve you guys if i'm fake and if i cherry pick who deserves to have a testimony and who doesn't oh i'm not gonna post robert downey oh the other thing he said that she was on the it's a, the, some list the epstein list right now i damn sure don't even want to be on the podcast mentioning this shit this is some crazy above my pay grade like you know black hawk helicopter stuff and i don't want to go missing man i don't even like that's all i told people i don't even deal with controversial stuff it's bullshit conspiracy theories but here's what i said to him about that everyone is on that list if you gonna cancel her you can't watch tv the whole network everyone that runs television computers iphones entertainment marvel damn near Starbucks with the key food shop shopping steal the whole planet 
of influences on that list. So you gonna con you gonna you wanna cancel Chrissy Teigen, but you're not gonna cancel um Bill Gates. Oh, you still gonna use your Microsoft products and all your payment processes that this guy owned, right? And you're still gonna deal with Pfizer and the World Health. You're gonna do all of that, but you wanna cancel her. I don't deal with double standards. So I said, well, this is what I'm gonna say. It looked like the guy's phone book. He was a big person doing a lot of stuff. I had nothing to do with what he did. We put everything he did under the blood of Jesus Christ. But this is not about that. This is about a woman, a mother who's trying to help her kids. And I'm not deleting the post. And that's where Pop Buchanan stopped. And if you want to fight me on that, you're going to always lose. Why? Because it's my fundamental position to always choose the addict, always love the addict, always forgive the addict, always extend a second chance. Jesus Christ said, when they asked him, how many times should I forgive? He says 70 times seven, right? So at a bare minimum, the son of God required us to try to forgive people 70 times 7, uh, 490 times. <laughs> at bare minimum, that's how many times he wants you to. And then he said, turn the other cheek. So that means if you multiply that, he talking about 980 times per person in your life, you should extend forgiveness. Right? We canceling people because of anything these days. Now, if if it wasn't a recovery issue, I wouldn't be posting it. I'm not a Chrissy Teigen fan. I'm not going to go around with a Chrissy Teigen t-shirt. But she was talking about recovery. So that's where we at there. Don't stress the haters. So my girlfriend said, hey, you know, don't stress the haters, Mr. Sober's dope book. I'm up in there like, you know, like the cartoon steaming from the mouth. <laughs> Lifted, lift, lifted the proverbial weight And like I'm gonna get this guy pissed And she was like yeah you gotta calm down I was like I know I know So listen we're, even I'm not perfect man I This book is about me following the, This is the steps that I take every day To try to keep it together right And so far it's been doing well for me uh, Friends and family I love you all I'm having fun talking to you guys I could talk to you guys all night I really I, I really like Feel really good This is a celebration episode hitting 40 thousand um followers on instagram and listen to all my followers out there whether you're on instagram tiktok twitter whether you're just part of the podcast whether you're a book you got the book whether you're part of pop you can and music you got the soap is dope album listen i love you guys man um i can't promise you that while i'm trying to present recovery in the best way i'm always going to make the right decisions i can't promise you that sometimes i might not post or say something that you may not fully agree with i don't require you guys to be like my yes yes community everything i do is right i encourage you to check me if something hurts you but all i ask is can we just do it in a respectful way that guy could have just said hey pop um, yo, listen, you don't know me. This is my name. I follow you. I appreciate everything you're doing. Just by any chance, are you aware that this thing that this person did may be construed this way? And I just wanted to give you a heads up in case you didn't know, because it might be, I may not like this message. And, and I would have said, oh, thanks, man. No, I didn't know that, but I'm still not deleting it. Sorry. Like, um, you know, I, sorry. Addicts deserve to say what they gotta say And that's what it is None of us Look I've been in meetings with guys like Yeah so then I threw the second guy off the roof Right And then we put the other guy in the truck And we like oh my god Jesus Christ get the, Let's get out of here You know So you hear it all in meetings So I'm kind of like After going to like a thousand AA meetings And NA meetings You kind of get to a point Where you like yo You gotta just like Go roll with the punches None of us is perfect bro You know what I'm saying You should hear the horror story like we all know that you listen to my podcast you listen to my stories we all got war stories you know you waking up in bed with this one you done did this you done spent three days out here drove the car this way done did that done jumped off this we're not perfect but we are perfectly imperfect and we're thriving in recovery can i get an amen i love you all so listen let's go in peace i must say a quick um outro i'm gonna pick I'm, i want to say one of the 
14-day prayers for healing and deliverance on as we go. Day five, I ask for supernatural healing of my spirit, soul, and body. Let every inner wound or affliction caused by my addictive use of hard drugs or alcohol in my past be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. So listen. You're listening to the Sober's Dope Podcast. I love you all. This is a wrap for our episode. I am retiring because I could talk to you guys for another hour. I'm charged up. Um, but I just want you to know I love you. If 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 um anything in this episode rubbed you the wrong way, just email me at soberdope at gmail. Contact me on Instagram at soberdope. I love you all, so I will always listen to you. And thank you always for being polite to me, kind to me, kind of like being part of a platform and a content creator and getting up every day to serve and also trying to make it through the day and just be a normal guy in recovery. Sometimes it's not easy. So that's all I'm saying. A little bit of love goes a long way. I love you guys. I always want to show up refreshed, renewed. All right. So don't give up to everybody out there that everyone out there that's an early recovery. You got some good tips on this episode. Take it, man. Don't stress the haters. Protect your mental health. Do the things that you need to do This is real Um, Everybody that's in recovery Follow the steps Go back to the basics Have mercy on other people Don't become that person That judged the other people Because you used to be them Stay stay flexible Stay stay loving Stay compassionate Keep your heart center open And stay real Peace